But what's up, what's up, what's up? How y'all doing, beautiful people? You are back with Cultured and Candid. We are your hostess with the mostest, your girl Boogie, and I'm joined by my girl Viv. And we got some nice, nice discussion for y'all today. We gonna do that thing. We gonna do that thing. So. What you got for me today, Viv? What's going on? You need best friend therapy or no? So I think I do need best friend therapy. Just a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. Okay. So um, I know what we said, what we said about me not doing what I was supposed to do with that gentleman, but I did it anyway. So, <laughs> okay. okay. That's so fine. this is the thing. I think that as, as I'm going through these processes, right? Bestie, I think that I have a fear of commitment. It is disgusting how I'm finding this out every day. I think I have a true fear of commitment. Mm. You don't say. Bitch! Not what you giving me the I like word. <laughs> You just now got here, bitch. I mean, I guess this is new for the crowd, but it ain't nothing new for me. You know, we talk about this all the time. So I'm like, okay, is that really a realization? It is. It's just now becoming really prevalent in my in my state. Okay. So that's right. You do the most. No, it's 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 giving AA steps, you know. For the first step to AA is acknowledging you got a problem. So if it's really hitting you now, like, oh, I might have an issue with committing, then I mean, I guess that's good if you're really making that realization. The real question is, though, are you gonna do anything about it? Survey says no. no. <laughs> okay. You know what? I think if I find the person that makes me feel completely stable in every aspect, I probably wouldn't care. I probably would come about it. You ain't gonna never do it then. Huh? You ain't gonna never do it. You're never going to do it. Okay. A person, you said if you find a person who has, who makes you stable in every aspect, I said, you're no, never no, no, gonna no, do no. it. You need to be looking no, no, for no, you. No, 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 no. I said, if I find someone that makes me feel stable, as in like some form of a foundation that I am um, comfortable with, that I, you know, you get it. Stability should not be sought outside of yourself. Is what I'm saying. Boogie, I am aware of that. And you and I both know I am aware of that as the beautiful independent women that we are, we're more than aware of that, right? It's more so finding a person that makes me feel like giving the unconditional love and affection is worth it. Is it really, okay. and that's really what it boils down to. And I can't get to that part if I don't feel stable in the other aspects, as in do I feel like you have a strong faith base? Do I feel like you're financially stable just for yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like there are other things, but nonetheless, we're getting off topic. I'm trying to tell you that I personally have a commitment issue and I am now personally stating that. And later on, I will not recant the statement because I know you, oh, sorry, renege the statement. 
because you love to tell me how I said something and then say I didn't set it. So here it is. I am going to say that I said it and I will stand by it. All right, y'all. It's Saturday, 3.06 p.m. <laughs> she said it. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. She said it. So. You are the worst. I don't want his again talking about you just realize. Because now we're going to have, now we got to record it. It is in the books. It's in history. In the interwebs. Nonetheless, I just wanted to make the statement. And I know that you feel as though you know that I've always been uh, (laughs) a commitment phobe. I know that you think that you know (laughs) that that is the truth. Oh my gosh, you don't have to give me the face. Listen, I've known you over 20 years. I've known you over 20 years, bro. So commitment phobe, I already know. I understand that you have a capacity to commit. I think that you allow yourself to block you from your own blessings. Whoa. But we gonna talk about that another day. We definitely are, cause what? We gonna talk about that after we work with after this. What? Anyway, um, moving right along, because, you know, y'all like, I don't know. She likes to really be giving it to me. Y'all don't even know. Mm. So moving right along so she don't have to give it to me no more. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, we're definitely, girl, you are giving real life patty mayonnaise. I just want to let you know today. You are giving real life patty mayonnaise, especially when you do your little eye squint. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So the topic for today is um, one of my top favorite uh, topics, which is BDSM. And for those who don't know what those letters stand for, I feel like everybody do because like it's starting to become a fad and I hate it, but I understand it needs to be explained. Don't shake your head at me. So <laughs> Because everybody don't know. They just use the acronyms and assume oh. they know. Okay. Well, BDSM stands for bondage, sadism. Oh, that's wrong. Bondage, dominance, <laughs> sadism, and masochism. <laughs> Sorry, I got, I'm, you know, sometimes I'm dyslexic. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, um, yeah. So bondage, dominance sadism, masochism. Now, personally, um, I've had a little bit of experience with them all. I'm not sure about you, Boogie. You know, Mm -hmm. I've had, I've had experience with a few of those acronyms. Not all of them though. Not all. Okay. So, So nonetheless, so the one thing I always tell people, um, because I think it's, uh, as I'm scrolling through TikTok and stuff like that, I'm noticing that it's becoming like a real life fad. Like they literally have like um, Dom TikTok and, you know, BDSM TikTok and, you know, bondage TikTok and kink TikTok and all of these things that are more um, sequestered to this particular uh, realm of world because it, it starts off as something that's taboo. When people say like BDSM, they immediately think of what? Like getting their ass whooped, getting tied up, you know what I'm saying? Getting fucking ass with all kind of dildos and things. Um, I think it gets a real bad rap, personally. 
because I feel like BDSM is just like sexuality. It is fluid and it can be placed on a, an extremity spectrum, if you will. Yeah, I will say that also it's um, been pop culturalized by uh, Fifty Shades. So mm. what in my introduction to BDSM, I was told that Fifty Shades is actually a vanilla version of BDSM. It's not even really real BDSM interaction. It's really just surface, you know? Um, and I think that a lot of people nowadays who have grown this interest, especially after those movies came out, um, really haven't taken the time to understand what that community is and how to appropriately engage, engage with that community. I will say though, my favorite part of the BDSM world is Shabari Rope. I, I freaking love it. It just looks like such a fun time. Like, tie me up, baby. Yes. Suspend so me in the air. It's great. I'm good on that because in you, no, I'm good. And for several reasons. Um, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I'm good oh, on I that am. for several reasons. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love anybody who's willing to allow me to restrain them. Please allow me to take away your free will. But that's because <laughs> my experience with uh, BDSM was more so professional. Uh, <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, um, which is all of y'all, because y'all niggas don't know me. Um, <laughs> for those who don't know, um, I was a dom for about two years trying to put myself through college. There was a reason. And no, I was not having sex with these people. I think that's bare to claim. Common misconception. Common misconception. That, I think that's... That BDSM has to include sex and it's actually it's really not. I think, I think the best way that I can ever explain, especially anything that I did, was um, more of a tantric than anything. It's tantrics. Mm. It is you... A pleasing and or bringing a person to the brink of pleasure using a multitude of manners. That's just what it all, what it boils down to. And I think people really be missing a fucking point. Like, prime example, right? If I'm just going to give examples. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I had a client who um, had a regressive type of trauma, right? And the only thing that would soothe him would be to dress up as a big baby and be rocked. And for an hour and a half of my time, this man would come in an adult diaper, bib included, pacifier, the whole you did. One day he came in a onesie, girl. I was just like, my nigga. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, like footy pajamas once like it had little bunnies on it i was like Becca. okay <laughs> anyway so whatever but what and i i'm not kink shaming i want that to be said i'm not kink shaming it's the fact that this was my experience in this field of work within the first three months four months right so it was new but anyway 
Um, he was a client. And he just really wanted to be rocked, and he wanted to feel nursed, like like up a, a cleave or what have you. And that shit, literally, it took nothing from me to just sit there and, and rock back and forth for an hour and a half of my time. Put you know what I'm saying? Put my headphones in, listen to my goddamn music, and tell him like, "Oh, you're such a cute baby. Look at the cute baby sleeve." $400 just to be rocked, you know? And it was nothing sexual about that encounter. It was all about assisting that gentleman through his trauma in some manner. Just so happens that I'm, I'm not a, you know, board certified. I didn't need to go to school for this. <laughs> so like, and I, and that's why you like when you said, <laughs> when you said like, oh, it's not sexual. It really doesn't have to be sexual. It is truly tantrics, mm -hmm. in my own personal opinion. Listen, I will say that since my introduction to this lifestyle, I have become more interested in doing things that I didn't think I would take interest in, like flogging. Now, I don't want nobody to like real deal, like hit me, hit me. I just, I just like the little soft passes. Like it's, it's something about it. Like, mm, okay. But I'm not trying to be like on my back. Like, nah, I'm good. Just, a, just little booty taps. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that regard, every woman, you know, for the most part, a big majority of the women love to get their ass smacked. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the, like every woman technically indulges in BDSM without even knowing. That's the part. You're indulging in these things without even knowing, you know, like, the women that like women and or men, okay, I'm gonna put that out there. Um, people, let's put that out there too. The people who enjoy, um, you know, being as asphyxiated, like, or ch just choked. I guess that's the best nigga way to say it. Like the bitches that like to be choked. I know, I'm one of them. I know, you one of them. You feel me? <laughs> like, you've already stepped into this world without even knowing. And this is something that you're just enjoying off of the pure, the sheer energy of the person that you're enjoying it with, you know? Um, personally, for me, though, uh, you're not flogging me. And I don't I don't need soft passes or nothing. However, I do love a good open palm, spread finger ass smack. Like, when I see the print, I want to see each individual finger. That is a personal thing. <laughs> you know, um with the amount of melanin that I have that I don't think that's possible for me to see the imprint without it being bruised. So I, I don't need all that. I just need a nice, mm, you know, mm -hmm. what you know what really be nice catching me though? Ah. Not a ooh ah, mm -hmm. Lord. Mm -mm. <laughs> little, little ooh ah. See, she be trying to be sexy with this shit. This shit is nasty. This shit is dirty. You feel me? <laughs> I mean, it don't have to be. It can it be don't. very sensual. It can. Yeah. And I think that's just my take on it. My take on BDSM in my life, in my world, is nasty. It's disgusting. It's filthy. Mm. And I love every fucking minute of it. That's the world that I live in when it comes to this BDSM. It's not about it being sensual or sexy. Oh, no. It's about us getting so fucking disgusting that at the end of the day, I don't even want to look at you. Who are you? Okay. Where did you come from? All right now. Well, okay. I will say this. I will say this. I like being dominant in some aspects. Like I like to restrain a man and be dominant. 
because I want to hear him moan. Like something about that shit is sexy. And I just be like, all right, how many different types of ways can I touch you that will make your whole body just go crazy? And that's what I love about exploring different avenues of BDSM. Like you get to explore different things you wouldn't necessarily do if you only stuck to the vanilla things, so they call it. So I think um, I <laughs> I get that. I'm here for the dominance, okay? Because it makes sense. My personality is dominant. I've done this dominant work. And <laughs> it's just, it works for me. But in, in the bedroom, I prefer with my, you know, with my partner, um, in the bedroom, I prefer to be a sub. It is a preferred uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Um, or at the very least, I prefer a very... Um, sensual exchange of power you know which is beautiful whereas you know i you might be breaking my motherfucking back in choking me you, you feel me and then they thing i know i'm riding you and i'm choking the fuck out of you who's to say right um, but my thing now and i and this is my little quirk right um now i have a biting kink mm. I, it's, i've always had it but it's even more aggressive so much so that I can bite you and it's not sex related. Like we're not in a, a sex situation. Like I might just walk up on you, see that little lateral thing you got going on, that little neck, the joint, bite the fuck out of it. I don't know why. It's no de- no Jeffrey Dahmer. It's just the way skin feels between my teeth. <laughs> I promise Are you, you sure it's not- you're not Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> I'm positive. It's just... Like it started, you know how it started. It started like when I would allow people to kiss me, and I used to love to bite bottom lips, like how soft and tender that that meat is between my lip, my feet. And then it went from the lips to the earlobes, cause the ears. Oh my god! Like, mm-mm-mm. I mean, if you was ever gonna eat, never mind. So, <laughs> but like I said, it's not on no dumber shit. And then it's like, as I got more aggressive with it, it started to become like larger pieces of, of the body. So it would be the, the shoulders or the, the, that little space, not the neck, but the little space in between the neck. You feel me? Sometimes I just bite a nigga in his back. Like, <laughs> come here, let me bite you right quick. I, I, uh, I will say I like to nibble. I don't, I don't like to bite, but I do like to nibble because I love foreplay. So like I'm a nibble and suck type, you mm. know? So I'm a I'm a, you know, make a little trail from the probably from your ear, down your neck, center your chest. Yeah, <laughs> I might I might hit a side, like it's this side on men, like right where they thighs meet they pelvis, you bite right there baby they be like what is that and i'm like i know you ain't know that did you is this above or below the cum gutter the cum gutter it might like be that the little bee joint they be having it might be the cum gutter i ain't gonna lie it to you it might be uh yeah. okay because you know all motherfuckers don't have it you know what i'm saying so it's just like a general area <laughs> hilarious everybody has a space where they legs meet they hip bro <laughs> like <laughs> everybody <laughs> Your but leg bone you connected to your hip bone. 
Girl, fuck you. <laughs> Put that shit on a shirt. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, y'all. Tangent, as y'all know, we go, we do this tangent shit all the time. Tangent. So far too often, Boogie always like, we gonna put it on a shirt, right? Every time I say some random shit, and lately it's been the following. Girl, fuck you, because she's been hearing that a lot. She's been hearing that a lot because she's been doing the most. Girl, is fuck it random you. if you keep saying it? Um, maybe. Now it is consistent if you keep saying it. <laughs> Baby, that's every episode. Girl, <laughs> fuck you. Girl, fuck you. <laughs> nah, for real though. You be killing me. Like, girl, fuck you. Anyway, so moving right along. Cause I can't even think of nothing else. So that's how I'm feeling right now. That's how I feel on the inside right now. Anyway. <laughs> Hilarious. I know, right? I can't help myself. Anyway, getting back to the goddamn topic. <laughs> Getting back to the goddamn topic. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that uh, as a, a whole, I think people should readjust how they approach BDSM and what, you know, everything. I think there are a lot of people that really are interested in getting into it, not necessarily for money, but more so for their own personal pleasure. And I think that there's a, a healthy way to find that information that isn't necessarily like, just trial and error. <laughs> okay. Oh, because I've had a trial and error. I've had a trial and error. And I was just looking at him like, you don't even know what I used to do for a living and how wrong you are. Also, dating back to, uh, not dating back, but going back to what you said about being tied up, baby, it's not happening. I can, I can only tie the man up. Why not? I Or the woman. I cannot be tied up. Why, hmm? why you all... That's your problem. You don't want to relinquish control. You probably need to. Wow. Girl, you know you be hating. Let me live. <laughs> I'm hating. I'm just saying you might need somebody to go ahead and, and have their way with you sometimes because you are so used to being in sense. control of everything that you need I your control you. to be taken. I mean, of course. But I told you. With consent, but. You might need it to be taken from me, baby. But I had already told you that <laughs> I am usually as submissive as I possibly can be in the bedroom. I've already got to that part. I'm not, I can't do no more outside of that. I, I can't relinquish that kind of control, my boy. You can release it, you can relinquish it to me. You know what I'm saying? Huh? It's okay. I'm not trying to bring you to the dark side. I'm just okay. saying. Well, I'm, if you, you know, give up some of that control for an extended period girl, of time, that pleasure meter might go up some more. But I digress. You don't digress because that's the, that's that bullshit right there. Like I don't think it's gonna change the pleasure, baby. It's the same. T it, the only thing it does is make me uncomfortable. It's not that I haven't tried it. I realize I don't like it. I don't. Who? I I don't. Okay. Especially if a motherfucker don't, don't know they not. I, and I mean, and that that's one right there. Oh, baby. If you are trying to be like, do bondage with people, know you're not. Test your knots, try your knots out on yourself. Don't don't be out here running blind. I YouTube is not enough. I wasn't uh, <laughs> um, specifically referring to Shabari rope 
just being restrained in, in general. Like I love bed restraints too. Um, the ones where it goes under the bed and even they if you grab- try to pull one way or the other, like them arms, them legs, they don't really go much of anywhere. You know, so it's a fun time. That's beautiful. But you're also in a committed relationship. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. As a woman out here dating, I'm not letting these niggas tie me up. Oh, no, ma'am. Not for the randos. Not for the randos. I just meant, you know, later on in life. It's so crazy. My last little ting, he said, he let me tie him up. He said he would. And I was like, all right, cool. I never got a chance to. But at no point in time did he ever ask me, like, can I tie you up? It was never the reverse. Like, that's the part. So at this point, I think niggas want me to be dominant. That's all I heard. You want me to fuck you up? <laughs> Let me give it to you, baby. Be like that sometimes. We all have our preferences, right? So it is what it is. I don't like when people say that. I mean, why? We do. I don't like when people say, oh, we all have our preferences. When in reality, a lot of our preferences align. <laughs> like, uh, I don't like that. Not necessarily. I don't like that. Everybody preferences like the same. It's not to say that people lot, don't have... I mean, but you would have to know those people who your preferences align with, and that's not always true for people. They could be the eyeball in a bunch. The fact is, nobody wants a broke motherfucker. Nobody wants an unattractive motherfucker. These are these things that people preference. That's nobody. not true for everybody. What? That's, that's a, You tell me all the if time I like here. ugly niggas. Because they not cute to you. So... Oh. How how is that how is that different? So I'm not even finna sit here and play with you because you literally have said out of your own mouth, I do like my men a little ugly. No, I don't know why you I said I don't like stereotypical fine men. I don't like pretty boys. I I don't. I they nice to look at, sure. I I know they're attractive, absolutely, but I I don't want to date them. I just think they're cute. What constitutes a pretty boy? You know, I'm trying to phrase this in the appropriate manner. So pretty boys for me are men who tend to be not confident, but cocky. Um, Men who tend to be arrogant, but they pretty, but like they, their faces and not necessarily their body all the time. Cause I don't see fat, pretty boys. Right. Um, but <laughs> their faces are widely accepted more often than not as mm-hmm. someone who's attractive. Um, I find that I'm not innately attracted to people's mm-hmm. outer appearance. Like, I'm a I'm an observer, so I can recognize that you're attractive, but that doesn't make me attracted to you, right? Um, I'm a I have to get to know you, bro. I'm not the type of person who's gonna be like, "Damn, you cute." We should try to get some rocking. No. What that? What do you think about? <laughs> like, what are your goals? And that's that's really me. If you don't have nothing up here for real. Mm-mm. That's how I end up with fixer-uppers a lot. That's Like in my former years, I dated a lot of dreamers with no ambition. 
And because they had, you know, they had goals in mind and we would talk about like what futures looked like for, for us as individuals and what we wanted to accomplish, I realized in those spaces that I was taking the steps to do the stuff that I wanted to do and they were still dreaming. So it wasn't homework. Okay. I just wanted to know. Um, I have a, oh, yeah. I guess, a, a different, man, you know, mm-hmm. different idea. Because um, you said that as if I particularly deal with pretty boys when that's not the case. Uh, <laughs> and you're right. Are, are the things that we... Um, I never I, said that. What I, I See, I didn't say you said that. I said you alluded to it. Let's keep it a buck. Um, you said I said it, but we can rewind the tape later. Rewind the motherfucking tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, we really gonna rewind the tape. It's crazy. Because you said that as if I particularly deal with pretty boys when that's not the case. Anyways, <laughs> so what you meant was I alluded, but what you said was I said it. Don't matter what the fuck was said. Um, the point is whatever. It don't matter what the fuck was said. I said what I said, and. <laughs> And anyway, so like I was saying, <laughs> I mean, I get it because I like a uh, big black and gorilla. That's my thing. So I get it. But I personally care for those type of men specifically for a specific reason that isn't necessarily physical attraction. See, I deal with men that I'm not necessarily physically attracted to in, in some cases because I find the beauty in other things. That's just what it is. I got to find something beautiful about you. Prime example. Uh, what what do you call that nigga? Uh, murder mystery. So like murder mystery, right? When I first sleep, <laughs> yo ass funny as hell. My bad. I ain't mean to kill. I, I ain't mean to kill you, bro. But like that nigga murder murder mystery. When I first met him, his teeth were really white for him to be very very dark. Well, let me not say it like that. His teeth were really really white, and his teeth and his his lips were like this pink color. And I was just like, oh, what the fuck? That's so weird. On this really, really dark man, it was giving minstrel show. And I'm like, oh, you baby. Right? There was nothing physically appealing about him naturally. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had a decent smile. Like, his teeth were straight, you know. And I was like, I can work with a nice smile. A nice smile is cool because I'm a funny motherfucker. I'm going to see you laugh all the time. Cool. What that dick do, though? And then I was shafted, led astray, and whatever that B word is, and bamboozled to believe that the good dick was coming. And it came for a little while and left. And that's another thing. Um, <laughs> when you start talking about BDSM, I think people really fail to realize like this is an act between two people. And each of us will get some form of pleasure from it. It's not necessarily just one-sided. At least the, the good ones, anyway. It's not necessarily one-sided. Now, don't get me wrong. The ones that it is, and those people are just pleasers, um, big ups to them, really. But personally, no. We both got to get what we need out of this. I will say this. I will say this. Um, for those who are listening who don't necessarily understand the BDSM culture, um, and this is maybe a brand new conversation for you, Please note that BDSM is not uh, relegated to just two people. It could be groups of people if that's what you're into. Um, seeing it happen, <laughs> you know, uh, for those who are into that. 
but also um, even for pleasers, they're getting something out of it because that's what turns them on to be able to please their partner. If you are a true pleaser, um, if if your engagement is to um, your engagement with a person, that your sole purpose for that engagement is to please them. Nine times out of 10, you're getting your rocks off because you're pleasing them. That's the reason you want to be in that space and have that dynamic. So, you know, that could be that. You could have, you know, a slave kink. Who knows? Shh. Why are you telling my business? Anyway. <laughs> I know. I'm just talking you. shit. I was talking about I'm the pleasers. I don't have a slave kink. Aww. I have a master kink. But that's something else on another day. So I do. Mm. I, I don't. I think you were something like right. I do have control issues, but I think what it is is I meet these men who are normally dominant in the bedroom consistently. Like they're always, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're always uh, initiating sex and stuff like that. So they meet a woman like me who is sexually free with herself and understands her body and what she enjoys and all of this other shit. And they're like, oh, take me. Just do what you want to me. And that's cool for me in the beginning, but after I've, you know, showcased all the fucking talent, what do you have? And then I'm just disappointed. <laughs> disappointed. Um, but either way. You know what? I was thinking about something while you were saying that. Instead of listening to me. I was thinking me. about like... <laughs> No, I was listening I was to you me. about, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about food Ooh. play. That's oh my, my favorite. God. I love, love food play. Like I love food, food play for probably all the wrong reasons. But if you talk to anybody in the BDSM culture, there are no wrong reasons, <laughs> you know? Um, food play, yeah. I like whipped cream. I like syrups. I like ice. I like, um, I wouldn't necessarily say I would like to eat like savory foods off of a person. <laughs> um, because I feel like the body produces its own salt already and savory, it tends to be on the salty side. And I really you know, I'm not trying to be messing with people pHs like that. Um, you mean your pH? Why you say people's? No, you said you don't want to mess up other people's pHs. Are you saying like as far as the advice or like during sex because you don't deal with women, so you would be the only person who pH you with the wall. So men have a pH balance. Word. <laughs> men have a pH balance. That's why um, cum can taste differently because their pH is off i wouldn't know because i don't yeah. i don't uh put those things in my mouth so i i wouldn't know i i can sit here and um say that um no cum has ever touched these lips so yeah or face for that matter well, you know nothing above mm -hmm. the neck <laughs> mm. don't anyway anywho I'm not going to lie. I, food play is one of my favorite types of any form of sexual interaction, um, especially when it's um, attributed with or contributed with, rather, contributed with um, 
bondage. Mm. I find myself to become so alluring during that time for I mean like it it's like it, it transport me into a whole different universe right my condiment of choice because I am very specific about the things that I anyway my condiment of choice is honey mm. now I'm going to give the girlies a tip with this like we just talking about pH right when you dealing with anything that is uh dealing with your 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 personal spaces right Always use, always, always, always raw. When they say it's raw, you good. Raw honey will make sure that you don't have a yeast infection. You can't use clover. You can't use, <laughs> you can't use a shit with the comb in it. Uh-uh. Raw, organic. There's this company, I think it's called Matza. What? But some raw honey does come with a cone in the bottle. Some does. I'm telling you not the one with the cone in it. Okay. <laughs> What's wrong? Not the one with the cone in it, because because the particles of the actual cone and what it's consisted of, like what it's actually created with, I don't know what those properties are, but I would never try to insert, you know, anything that has that floating in it. You feel me? Just take the raw honey by itself. I am telling you this because I have done the research physically. <laughs> Just. Cause and on top of that, I'm I'm my body is sensitive, so I have no choice but to be very leery about all of those things. Um, but yeah, honey is my um, my choice, and also always warm your honey up. It's going to give you a thinner a thinner um, consistency, allowing you to drizzle better. Mm. Just and also it doesn't get as sticky. Don't get me wrong. The one thing I love about food plate is the sticky part, because <laughs> you know I hate being sticky in any other context. But this, that's what, bruh, you warm that honey, honey up, like, my man. And then on top of that, you hit it with the ice. Like, you give, like, that little, that warm honey. Bring that person to, like, the, I'm an edger. I'm sorry. I always edge my men. So, <laughs> and I'm um, sorry. For the people who don't know what edging is, edging is when you um, bring your partner to the brink of orgasm, but you do not let them finish. It's almost like. Taking somebody to the edge of the cliff, hanging them over the cliff and be like, I really could drop your ass right now. I really could. But you don't. So <laughs> with that being said, I'm a, I am an edger. So I always edge my, my person right before they're about to bust and then hit them with the cold ice. You know what I'm saying? You stroke them, hit them with the cold ice. Bringing that body temperature down, bringing that heart rate down, bringing that blood back to regulation. Bang, bang. Will, and you can, you know, do what you want with that. I will say that I prefer homemade caramel to the stuff that comes in a bottle. Um, I mean, if you don't know how to make your own caramel, I understand. But it's sugar, it's and, butter. sugar butter. And then you could put a little condensed milk in there if you want to, to make it mm -hmm. like fluffy, creamy. Or you could just use condensed milk and butter. Yeah, you could use condensed milk on its own. Like if, if you want to just keep it in the can, you could real deal, just keep it in the can it, with some hot water and it'll turn just into caramel. Some hot water, just let that bitch boil. Yeah, seriously. That's what me and my mom used to do for uh, pound cakes. But we're mm -hmm. talking about those real cakes. Um, oh, but yeah, that, that's always <laughs> fun. Um, what else is fun? 
Um, not, not what else is fun. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to think about. Like, you know. <laughs> so answer this in, in the context of BDSM. Mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself a masochist or a sadist? I'm just a sucker. Ain't that a good question? I probably would say mm, it's giving masochist. I'm not going to lie. Really? Mm-hmm. It's giving masochist. Okay. Um, I'm not so much on the humiliation end, but I do yeah, yeah. like pain to a degree. Like, um, prime example, I did this show. I did a, 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 what is it called? An erotic arts show where um, the person who was who curated the show was a dom. And for the purposes of that show, I was one of his subs. Um, And he did a wax play on me. So he melted these soy wax candles over my boobs in an audience of people, right? And I'm not gonna lie, it felt amazing, but it was painful. I was like, I could have taken more of it if it was on my bum instead of my boobs. But I, I think I would enjoy. Why would you call it a bum? I think I would. I mean, for the purposes of alliteration, ma'am. Damn. If it was on my ass oh, okay, instead of my sorry. teeth. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> I think I would have liked it way more if it was on my booty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, well, it's so funny because even though we have um, variant perspectives mm. on life, right? And we're similar in a lot of ways. We are different here. I am full blown sadist. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not saying I derive any type of pleasure, sexual or otherwise from the humiliating others. That's not my thing, right? But it's something about feeling a person's body jolt, adjust, clamp, and everything once you are inflicting something upon them. Now, um, I don't do this with everybody, but, you know, some some men I've dated like to be paddled, and I enjoyed every moment of Mm. that. Gonna beat your ass. <laughs> Quite literally. I'm th- and I do it like I'm your mama. <laughs> I mean, I don't say it like, get your ass. I don't do all of that. But I, I whoops that ass like I'm your mama. And, and you've been fucking up in school. <laughs> See, I'm not going to lie. I, I like a little paddle. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, oh, okay. But also, I think I developed that outside of the BDSM world. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I... Uh, Went through my process to become mm-hmm. a turtle. I had to be paddled for that. And I realized I actually kind of like it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. It ain't bad. Yeah. That's a fuck no Maybe. for me. Don't put nothing on my ass. Y'all don't understand. I used to get my ass beat so motherfucking bad. They had, they had to call the police. When they tell you, when people say I was black and blue, 
I literally have been black and blue from ass beatings, baby. I I have PTSD. So a nigga could possibly never, okay? Nigga, bitch, it don't matter who, could possibly never put their hands on me in that manner. Now, honestly, when niggas be smacking my ass, I be feeling a little... I, don't, I mean, I don't um, want nobody to punch me in the face. You feel me? Like, I'm not saying beat my ass. I'm just saying like a nice thickness and paddle. And I don't need you to swing like you batter batter swinging, you know? I just need you to pull back batter, batter, batter. with a firm <laughs> hit. Baby, <laughs> what you know about that? <laughs> We've made contact. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> We've made because I contact. just wanted to send like a um, little chill that put that little extra dip in the back, mm. baby. It's something about it. Mm. It's nothing about it. I want no parts of it. Um, <laughs> I just—it's never been my thing, and I don't know why. I—I—I I, I just prefer to do it to somebody else. I prefer to scratch up, bite up, beat up somebody. <laughs> And don't get me wrong, like, there are a lot of men who are not really into this type of thing, but they can be swayed based on, you know, certain things. So I had a sex partner who was like, you definitely, he was a hood nigga. He was like, you're not tying me up. That's just the duck. He had been in jail, like, several times. He's like, I don't ever want to be in this. I don't know. Word. That's crazy. So what did I do? Because why not tell you, right? (laughs) So I'm uh, one of those people that uh, I believe in immersive therapy, right? So, um, <laughs> why is this given like electrotherapy vibes? I don't know. Anyway, so this particular, I don't think I even told you this. Oh, girl, because it, it got messy. So, um, <laughs> All right, so he was telling me, like, yo, I'm not really fucking with this shit. Like, he told me, like, I don't do that shit. I was like, okay, we'll see. Right? So one day, like, you know, we getting into it. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving a little dome or whatever. And I'm one of those people where, like, I'm always running my hands up and down your body as I'm doing that. Because I need you to be uh, aroused and, and feeling some form of, what's the word I'm looking for? Just sensual pleasure. Like, I just want you to have, like, yeah, have a sensual feeling, you know, during that process. I must have let them legs, he was shorter. So I let them legs run, them arms run down to them legs. Bitch, I, that was back when I had, like, my long, long, like, bed straps that came all the way, like, because they were for me. Mm-hmm. They were for me, for a partner that I was trying to work with. All right. So I went on ahead and strapped them up while I was doing my thing. I must have jumped. I came back to like snap them in place. Mm-hmm. Like the little Velcro. I, I sat back, snapped the motherfuckers in place. How do you not feel that shit on your, on your ankle? How? So by the time he heard the... I'm, he was already in them bitches. What the fuck is this? Um, remember when you said, just calm down. Just, just calm down because you're not going nowhere. And you want me to ride anyway. So just see how you like it. I wrote that nigga for like five minutes. He like, that ain't bad. I don't like that I can't move, but it ain't bad. Let me see about, let me get one hand. Nah, nigga, I ain't gonna try to rob me or some shit. Boy, if I wanted to rob you, you could have been robbed you. <laughs> like, boy. 
He's like, all right, you can do the left one because I'm right-handed. You can do the left one. Okay. Hit that motherfucking left hand, and I left it there. I didn't, I didn't go beyond that boundary, right? The next time I seen him, he was like, you know what? I think I, think I trust you enough. I think we could try that. It's perspective. It's about the per how that person introduced you into this world. Personally, um, that's just not for me. Hilarious, bro. I'm in the world. I know it's not for me. Okay. All right, Miss Pusha Pusha. Mm -mm. It's giving it's time for a segment. <gasps> is it yes. time? It is. And what is the segment for Yeah. We call this little mm -hmm. tidbit for you guys. Tips and tricks for dicks. For dicks. Mm -hmm. Round of applause. Baby, make that ass clout. Drop it to the floor. Make you that ass clout. Yes. Tips and tricks for dicks. All right. So this segment, we're going to give y'all a few tri tricks and tips that we've learned over time that has worked for us or just things to keep in mind when you're engaging in certain types of playtime. Okay. All right. I don't remember that being the explanation, but I'm here for that. <laughs> okay. You got a tip, bitch. So I will say if you are engaging uh, in anything um, sexual with a partner, you want to remember your aftercare, especially if it's, um, especially if it's a, a hard interaction, you know, if you're into, if you're into pain as pleasure, like nipple mm. clamps or, um, restraints, paddling, flogging, um, or just like you had a rough sex session because you wanted to be, you know, uh, engaged with that way. <laughs> Dominated um, that way. You know, you want it to be thrashed. So Ooh, you want to make right sure there. that the aftercare and your partner understands that you will need aftercare or that they will need aftercare if, you know, you talking somebody um, that that's taken care of. You want to make sure that that is intentional, whatever their aftercare needs are. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, when you say aftercare, and I, mm -hmm. I just want to want you to be very specific. Because for some bitches, aftercare is a wet rag, okay? So for some bitches, it's a shower. When you say aftercare, are you talking about something specific? Or, you know what I'm saying, do you have a specific, like, um, regimen for that? Or So I think it depends on the level of activity that's happening, right? So if it was just a food play session, if there was no sex involved, aftercare would just really be the cleanup part, making sure that you know, um, my partner is taken care of, like they, they don't have any residual stickiness or, you know, food anywhere, making sure we clean that tarp up, you know, um, or if it's something that's a little more labor intensive, it's a little harder, um, like a bath. I mean, for my, my purposes, this is my like, life partner right now so um 
running a bath, making sure his muscles are relaxed, you know, um, if he needs like a sandwich or a drink or, you know, um, just yeah. making sure I tend to his needs because he tended to mine, you know, so. Okay, so for me, aftercare looked like this. All right, because ain't nobody doing all that shit. Aftercare looked like this. <laughs> I love him. No, if you're doing anything that is labor intensive and you see a swelling in your vulva um, or anything like that, you will want to either one, take a very warm bath in lavender, um, chamomile, things like that to soothe the skin. Um, even if you just bath. got a couple or oat bath, right? Um, and this sounds so weird, but um, when I in, uh, indulged at one point, the the best thing that helped me with the person that I was engaging with consistently, he was just wrecking my shit. Um, I used to do what the, what the pregnant women do with the aloe vera gel and the witch hazel on the pads in the freezer. Now, this is specific to labor intensive sexual acts. Don't do this shit just because your pussy thriving. Come on, sis. This is more so like you feel like you've been ripped. You know what I'm saying? Or you feel like your asshole about to prolapse, something like that. This would ease that hot sensation because there's always a hot sensation. It eases the hot sensation. Okay. It does not solve the problem. It eases the sensation. Okay. I think women do not take good enough care of their down under after having rough sex. Um, especially if you know you're not a woman that um, necessarily gets lubricated on your own and you need lubrication, um, be very specific about, you know, how you're cleaning that out because you think you're you're cleaning that shit because, you know, you wash your ass like normal. But keep in mind, that man was fucking. It's in you, sis. You need to get, you know what I'm saying, get in it. I don't say dush because that's not healthy, but, you know, you need to get in it. Okay. Uh, which is why we say bath. The bath is the best way to do that. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. salt helps in the bath too. Just don't sit on it. Anyways, <laughs> just let it dissolve. Put the put the Epsom yeah. salt in the bath water when it's about an inch, mm -hmm. and then let it dissolve as the water is coming up. Because what you don't want to do is have salt in your cooch. Like I said, don't sit on it. Um, keep in mind, we are not doctors. We are not medical professionals. We're offering advice. Okay, not things guidance. that have worked for us. This may not work for you, but it's it's a good starting point. That's all. This is not guidance. It is advice. Okay? Okay. Now, if I am to give a tip and or trick for a dick <laughs> or a bicho for my Hispanic friends. <laughs> Not for, it my back. Hispanic friends. for my Hispanic friends, my compadres. Um, <laughs> um, this is, and I only say this because, and I hate to say it, I only say this because I get so many rave reviews. <laughs> okay, rave reviews. All right. I don't want to say so many because it makes me sound like a whore. I'm just <laughs> Listen, you do what you do. If if all it of your reviews have been like raving, then I I'm just telling and 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 ladies, you take it for what it's worth. But I've never been below top three on any man's roster, so you can take it for what what you want. Um, while you're performing, 
uh, fellatio, mm. right? Uh, <laughs> I hate that little moan you just gave. <laughs> and do something for the soul. Because, I mean, like, it, it is something for the soul, okay? For the sisters that understand that it is okay, an art. For those who get it, they get it, baby. Because when you it. love to do it, it's a Ooh. different type of approach. Hello. It's almost like you're praying to it. You say you want to mm. talk into it like a mic. One check, one check, one, two. Okay. okay. Um, the blessed anyway. mother Jill Scott. Hello. Taught, taught us all a thing or two. Well, I had already knew what I knew, but she ain't do nothing but make me feel like I was doing it right. Bang, bang. Um, <laughs> hello. Um, so this is <laughs> this is a tip that uh, I'm going to provide. I don't. I just don't even want to because I'm like, if I feel like it's like my little weapon. But who's to say? So <laughs> I am what gentlemen like to refer to as a throater. All right. Which basically means that I like just all the way down. We just not even going to concern with anything else. Um, the best way to do this, because a lot of women just be like, uh, 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 like you letting, you know, doing this. Uh, uh, uh. Nah, sis, slow down. Allow the involuntary muscle of swallowing in the back of your throat to massage the head of his dick. Now, you can allow this to do it on its own, or you can do so by swallowing, just having that, that swallow muscle. Everybody do it when you do the little fake goat, do the same shit. And you do this on a tip, not hard, but enough to squeeze the tip of his dick as you're on down the shaft. So when you come down, Hit that throat. Come on up. This is my trick. It if you if you do that for like a, like forty five seconds, just do that throat thing for like forty five seconds. Mm-hmm. And they can love you. Straight like that. Mm. Was that a tip you do? No. Oh, okay. I will say this. I guess my tip and you just gave me tip. May- Oh, oh, oh. The tarp, <laughs> right? Aftercare. Aftercare, You're right. right. I'm not oh, going to give another one. You we'll like, nah, I got another tip. <laughs> no, we'll save. We'll save. I didn't know how many tips we were doing. So we'll save. Oh, I save. just thought one of each was fine. <laughs> okay, cool. We good. We got it, big dog. We can do another tip if you want, though. Um, sure. Um, okay. So I guess my second tip um, for the D... Ooh. Or really, it's more of a trick, I guess, than a tip. So, um, at the oh, head of the penis, <laughs> yours was a trick. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a tip. <laughs> but a tip. Listen, I gave a cleanup tip, and now I'm going to give a sexual trick. Um, okay. I will say that uh, it's this space where if they're uncircumcised is where it's like right you know how the, the seam penis yeah, when it comes together yeah that part that little triangular part it's very sensitive. right um it's very sensitive however mm-hmm. i start there and do loops around the mushroom cap of the dick the head right <sighs> Why you had to give it like a food reference? Ew. Mm. Um, mm. I do that. Uh, and then trace, like once I made a full circle, trace that to the 
pee hole. Stick the tongue right in there. Ew! And then suck up, baby. These fucking minds. I mean, what? If you if you can real deal suck on my clit, I can I can put my tongue in your pee hole. Like it's it's whatever. Your dick is going literally in me. Like it does not matter. I think it's more so because of the taste buds on the tongue. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Listen, if you clean, if he cleans properly, it don't taste like nothing. Yeah. If I've never tasted anything in there, it's just the, the idea of it. Like, because I put my tongue in the, in the piss hole, I just like, why would you do that? Because <laughs> mm. I'm nasty. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm nasty. <laughs> it's something about when you do that little loop around, come back to the center, mm-hmm. and then just up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something about it. Also, it's different. If, if I was ever going to give a, a tip, right? I am a firm believer in having sex in, at other people's houses because I don't like to clean up the mess, right? Mm. But if you're a woman who, um, oh, here's a good tip. And this just might be me being a troll, but whatever, right? If you know that you don't have like A1 head game, <laughs> but you don't want that nigga to like come for you, put a towel down, sis. Put a towel down, because he gonna think that he about to get the sloppiest jalopy of his fucking life. And then do your thing. Now, what happens after that is on you. But if you just wanted to, you know, be a troll, like, oh, I'm about to... Because <laughs> you know how niggas always be like, oh, I'm about to tear that pussy out the frame. And then you be like, what frame? Mm. A picture frame? You know, what, what frame? frame of reference. Maybe they frame, frame of reference. Because yeah. it, ain't, it ain't the dough frame. Baby, it's right. it's his frame of reference. He told it out of his frame of reference because he, they they might differ. They definitely differ. They almost always do, right? So if th- this is really just a trick to be petty, I'm sorry, y'all, but it's hilarious. Put that towel down, sis. Tell him to sit on it. Like, did like honestly, I feel like the the life I've lived, and this kind of ties back to what we've been talking about. The life I live, um, I've noticed that most men more are more apt to be submissive to me mm-hmm. being dominant because most women are naturally submissive in that bedroom. So as soon as I tell a nigga, take your clothes off. You told me to take my clothes off. Take them clothes off. You don't say too many words, sis. Tell, tell a nigga, take his clothes off. Put the towel down. Tell him to sit on the towel. I promise you he gonna be so excited you gonna think this nigga is coming downstairs on Christmas morning, and then you know you could just give him that subpar if you want to, because <laughs> that's what Damn. they do to us. Like, just girl, you know. Why you sound like that. Jim Jones? <laughs> what? Why, what? I sound like Why Jim Jones? Why you sound like Jim Jones? You know, Why you say like, that? Sit on the towel. Take them clothes off. <laughs> you gonna be happy as a kid on Christmas morning. <laughs> you sound like Jim Jones. Funny as hell. Girl, fuck you. Uh-huh. See, there you go. That ain't random, G. That's like a fourth time you just said it. In this one episode. <laughs> anyway, so moving right along. I'm just saying, if you want to be petty, sis, that's a really great, really, really great trick to do it. Like, oh, okay. Oh, you gonna tear it, you gonna tear it out the frame? Okay, I'm about to you to death. Hilarious. <laughs> we'll see which one get there first. <laughs> Mm-mm. 
But anyway, it's been a pleasure talking. And I don't have the rest of this song. <laughs> it's all right because it's been a great day. I hope y'all had an amazing time with us as we've had with y'all. You feel me? Um, join us here again next week. We got another one for you. And another it's been one. real. And if and you want to debate, take it, it to IG. <laughs> oh, no. No, take you said we IG. debated a letter date. You remember? Come yeah, back with we us and debate a letter date. But also, feel free to put your comments in, in the comment section. Don't come over. In there. the comment section of IG, or you can follow us on Twitter. Hit us up. Let us know. At Cultured and Candid Podcast. <laughs> okay. Cultured and Candid on all platforms. You hear me. 